Did you tell them, by the way, that you huffed a bunch of styrofoam before you came on the podcast? No, I didn't tell them that. Yeah, just like, by the way, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm high tonight. I've been uh, using wood burning stuff and carving <laughs> fake wood out of styrofoam all day. And so um, when I got home, I would just notice that I would just like stare blankly at like a wall. Yeah. Uh, so I think I'm like, or I'm better now, but she sent earlier me, in the day. Uh, yeah. If Fossa survives this, she's going to remember this. <laughs> she sent me a picture of like three crates. And I go, what is this? She goes, fake crates. No explanation after that. You woke up in a lucid dream. Now we're hunting for the shards. We might be an oddball team, but at least we've got no bugs. World I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers. In our last episode, the group had entered the grand city of Tremessa, a wondrous city of peace and knowledge. They found their guide Tompkins sitting outside a tavern, seemingly lost and confused. After a day of shopping, chasing down children, and invading libraries, the group met with Tompkins for dinner, where he dropped a startling revelation. Vasa has lived in this city for centuries, according to him, and she was one of the protectors of Tremessa, Known as the Travelers. Vasa's eyebrows like soar high <laughs> into her forehead, and she goes, "That doesn't sound like me." Um. Well, I didn't describe you yet, so I don't. I know don't. You can make that guess. Helping. I'm. I don't know if you know me very well, Tomcats, and I'm assuming you don't. But helping the entire city, all this magic, all that weird thing that's that's not my area all i know is this i was in the library reading a book you fell out of nowhere you yelled at me that sounds like me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you told me that i was supposed to wait longer than three weeks and you were very angry about it (laughs) and then after the chronos came um and i had to leave you helped everybody i guess like you helped everybody survive the attack that wiped out the city and then after that according to the people i talked to you and your friend whoever he uh, he or she was you used the crystals and you helped shape the city Vasa says i would never make a city this boring <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that three days ago, well, about four days ago, I guess, I came into this town because, you know, I gave up on you guys. And um, I came to get something to eat. And um, you were there, but you were completely wrapped in these weird bandages. And your skin was, like, mummified. And you're still wearing the same cloak that everybody else wears, but it's all it was all tattered, and you had, like, this giant staff with a crystal on the end of it, and you just yelled at me for, like, the whole dinner. And then uh, I saw you again later on, and you gave me this crystal, and you told me that I have to give it to you. And then you died. Like, not in front of me. <laughs> Vasa has her hands on her hips 
and she's kind of looking to Brimblestone and everybody. She says, kind of sounds like me, kind of does it. And then, but she she looks kind of off balance as if she's not really sure what to believe. Mm-hmm. How do you know it was Vasa, like our Vasa? Because the first thing she did was yell at me again for not waiting for three weeks. It does sound like Vasa. <laughs> it does sound like Vasa. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, Brummelstone would look at Vasa and say, I guess the only real question is, do you trust yourself? You should touch that crystal. There's something there that you left for yourself. Vasa takes a deep breath and she says, all my life, I've known not to touch strange crystals, least of which <laughs> those that come from untrustworthy, scattered-brained little idiots. But she, even as even as she says this, like the venom or the the insult isn't behind her words. She just sounds very uncertain. She, it's almost as if she's trying to like bluff and push Tompkins away, even as she's very uncertain. Finally, she looks at the crystal again and sh- she says, uh, "Well, at least put it in the pouch." So at this point, Vasa would, um, she looks very uncomfortable, but she kind of like takes a, a fold of her own clothing and covers <laughs> her hand. And, and then she kind of holds out her hand very carefully towards Tompkins for the crystal. Uh, he hands it to you. Uh, and she accepts the crystal in its clothy form. Does it do anything? She's like, nope, very. Nope. And she's, and then after a moment, like she's kind of braced and stiff, and then finally she says, "Oh well, that wasn't that bad." <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she kind of looks at it. She's like, "I wonder how much it's worth." Uh, you can't sell it. Well, I believe Tompkins that it's my crystal. And as she's saying this, she sort of um, lobs the crystal casually to her other hand because you know. <laughs> and then the moment, the moment it touches her palm. Yeah, and the crystal, as soon as she touches it, it kind of glows and it pulses. And there's like this flash of white light and everyone kind of loses their vision for half a second. But it clears up and they're looking and now it's, it's kind of just pulsing in her hand. And so once you're holding it, imagine a book exploding and being able to look at every single page and absorb every single page as you want to so right now you're getting snapshots of everything that's inside that crystal at any moment you can focus and get more and more details of it but the gist of what this book is essentially because that's what it's like it's like reading through a tome um the gist of it um impresses upon you immediately so you kind of just feel yourself uh fill up with memories and thoughts and uh, it's almost too much to take at first, but then you kind of collect yourself. You, you kind of have a general understanding of everything inside that crystal. That's what that's what's happening to Vasa, but to everyone else in the room. She's just sitting there, like, kind of trembling in a cold sweat, and her eyes are, like, wide and not looking at anything in particular, but they're kind of flicking back and forth at something, and she kind of, you do hear her mutter at some point, no fucking way. <laughs> What'd you do, Tompkins? It's a, yeah. it's one of the memory crystals anymore. they used to use a long time ago. It should be able to tell her stuff. Like, why didn't you tell us in the first place? I what do you mean? I told her it was hers. Yeah, but you you just said it was like, oh, look at this ominous, vague crystal that could potentially. But kill I, you it's her memories, right? I mean, what? 
At some point, Tompkins. Like at some point during the argument, Vasa would have staggered up and just kind of gasped something like, "I need air," and she just kind of leaves the room and runs out into runs leaves the comfy couch and just kind of like staggers her way a little dizzily through um through the city. Thanks, Tompkins. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. That was sarcasm. That was sarcasm. I just I was told <laughs> that I had to give it to her no matter what. I think you did the right thing, Tompkins. Me or, too. Well, I hope you did. <laughs> no, I did. I did. She will return. And, you know, it's like we should make plans for Bridgeport. <laughs> Can we? Go- gonna run after her. Yeah. Not like not actually run. Sort of <laughs> like kind of like absentmindedly turn her head as she goes and sort of like paddle paddle in her direction. Yeah. Uh, Porto also follows Vasa to check if she's fine. Cause <laughs> how far did you get, Vasa? Well, I mean, it's it's she's she's not exactly making a very efficient way of right, her right. Pro- progress. It's um, it's almost as if she'll bump into somebody, she'll look at that person, and they'll actually whatever she sees in that person will actually disturb her more and send yeah. her staggering on forward. She, for some reason, despite her apparent disorientation and walking. She seems to be navigating the city with relative, with almost strange familiarity, um, except for maybe one or two times. She doesn't make a wrong turn. It's almost like she knows how to, s- to circle the city. Yeah. But she's not even going anywhere. It's almost like everything, every place she turns to just kind of scares her a little bit more and sends her going off in another direction. Like she's almost repelled by whatever she encounters over and over again. You guys catch up with her, um, and without her realizing where she's going, she's standing in front of a house. An empty house for sale. Yeah, it's like if you caught up to her, she would be like sort of just leaning against the wall, trying to catch her breath, and she's still just in a cold sweat, still sort of like breathing heavily and seeming like in shock. Not really fear, but there's like this like she doesn't, she's just in shock, and she's just trying to catch her breath. Vasa, we need to take a rest. We need to. I don't know what's going on with you, but you need to lie down or something. It'll be uh, as you walk by. Um, So, you know, this place is pretty um, lax on security, obviously, right? So this house, though it's for sale, it's not boarded up. Everyone has free room and board, you know? Um, So this house, though it's for sale, you're not quite sure, like, why it's for sale if everyone gets to live for free. So it must be something more than just a house, maybe. Maybe it's like a studio or something. But regardless, the windows are open, and when you walk by, you see that uh, someone has uh, written something grand on the walls. This catches Ritalby's eye. And so she uh, <laughs> to the door um, and kind of pushes on it because yeah. she wants to look inside. It's unlocked. She opens the door. Alright, so you walk in. She's like, like Voss is like, like in shock leaning against it and it like looks like Ritalby is going to come and comfort her. She's like approaching and like and like close up on the face, close up on the face, and like like she smiles in a comforting way, and then she just shoots past into the house, um, and and like looks to see what's on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, it's written in beautiful uh, script, and it simply says they have the crystals. At this point, Vasa would answer with a a, a retching noise as she throws up a little bit. <laughs> in, in the bushes. Gross. Uh, Ertlebee would like back and turn into Pertlebee and hop on, um, hop into Vasa's arms 
and be like purring. (laughs) (laughs) Therapy cat. (laughs) (laughs) This would actually sort of snap Vasa out of it as she's given something uh, tactile to touch that's not the crystal in her hand. And almost like she almost comes to her senses and then she shoves the crystal away and kind of squeezes Artleby and maybe too tight, maybe a little bit too tight (laughs) comfort. But um, she she takes her she takes her slow deep breaths and she slowly regains her composure, and she finally starts to sort of uh, look at everybody and sort of acknowledge everybody again and seem to come to her senses and all that stuff. But she's still holding on to her; it'll be pretty tight and kind of like trying to pet her, but it's almost like a like like a like a real <laughs> compressing motion. Like she can't she has to remember how to moderate her strength. And Vasa's numb to that, but she kind of like looks at everybody. She's like, she takes a deep breath and she's like, yeah, okay. I think I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> now, Tin, did you come with Tin and Brummelstone? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, you can if you wanted to. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't like me trying to trap you. Like you never said. (laughs) No, yeah. So you you're all there with her. Uh, Brummelstone would say uh, something maybe like, uh, "This sounds like a tale that might be best told over a drink." (laughs) And then Vasa kind of nods, like immediately. She's like, "Yes, yes. uh, I need, I need drinks, drinks." And then she's, oh, oh uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Grandmother. And she lets Ertleby go slightly thinner than she was when she was first held. <laughs> Mama Stone uh, has been carrying a small, uh, like a water sack full of ale, the finest dwarven ale that he could have had. You know, because your good dwarf has it on him. He's like, this town makes a pretty loose drink. Like, you need something stronger. <laughs> and Vasa would grab for it if Brimblestone would give it to her. Yeah, it would be a total Yeah, and she just chugs it down. Like, she barely pauses for breath. There's no drop. There's nothing. Well, it sounds like uh, maybe you can get us a free room. (laughs) (laughs) At the Alexandria. Yeah, the Alexandria. You seem to have a... You seem to know something, so let's be on our way. She kind of bids the soldiers goodnight and then starts leading the group through the town, and this time she navigates it with pretty much perfect accuracy. Like, you find yourself... Uh, if if there's nothing in the way, she would have let them all the way back to the Alexandria in yeah, no time. Yep. I was going to ask: Are the rooms free in the Alexandria? Um, no, they have private rooms for um whatever needs you have, and those do cost. Otherwise, you just have to hang out with the riffraff. I thought you could bluff your way to get a free room. <laughs> she's she's kind of says something like kind of vague. She's like, I don't I don't think I can. Let's just oh. find a table in a corner, and I'll scare off anyone that comes near. <laughs> Uh, Vasa would kind of sit down and she'd take a deep breath again and then she would kind of say in an almost embarrassed fashion she says I think I may be responsible for this boring ass city (laughs) in like a very apologetic tone (laughs) what do you mean and she kind of scratches her head and like it's almost this and, and she admits she's like I, I'm trying to sort it out myself, but I think, I think I am, was, one of the travelers. 
And then she kind of stops, and she's like scratching her head again. So there was a, there was wasn't there a second one? Yeah. And then she pauses and she says, "Yes, his name was Orden." And then she, she then she she acts as if she's going to say something more, but then she closes her mouth and looks um withdrawn at the thought or somber at the thought. And then and then she brings herself back back awake and to visit. And she just says, she, looking at each of you, she says, "This city." We were here before, and it was it was properly shitty. <laughs> but the crystals of time they were they they were rotten or they were yeah. And then she, she kind of breaks off again as if she's being confused by something, and then she tries again. She's like, "We were here before. These the citizens of the city they were they were evil or they were monsters, and we were fighting them, but." The crystals of time somehow set me back and back years, centuries or even thousands of centuries before um, we ever arrived. And then I guess I fixed the shit up because <laughs> now the city is perfect. And then she kind of like pauses again and like looks off as if she's reflecting on something. And she says, yeah, I, I guess I was just amazing, really. <laughs> well, what did you do to fix the fix what did what was what did you do and she she and then she has to every time she has is asked a question she has to pause again as if she's um trying to recall herself and then she says just the wisest most amazing leader they ever had i mean <laughs> i mean i i know i i know i could yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, it's just amazing, <laughs> really. Just authority and and vision and, and, and at this point, she's becoming less and less uncomfortable with the memory calls, and she seems to actually be enjoying herself. And she's like, yeah, and I, I, yeah, I was in the gray, and oh, I I got older, and I thought of you guys, but really, just courage and bravery and. and Respected. Oh my God, guys, they're gonna build a monument of me. And then, and then she's like looking. She's she's just nodding. She's like with this. Now. She's like, yeah, yeah. Guys, I went ten years without a drop of drink. That was awful. How did you do it? <laughs> <laughs> and then, if and then, you're here and you were one of the travelers, and they told me that the travelers are dead, does that mean there's two of you, just one that's dead in this timeline? And then Vasa pauses a moment, and then she goes. And this now she 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 sobers up a little bit, and she says, "Yes, I think so." And she says this quite um, a little bit more soberly. She doesn't seem to make a joke of this. Could there be another one of Orin then? And then Vasa goes, "Ah, I don't know." And, and then she just kind of goes. She says, "Um, I don't." Other than all this, I don't think there's, uh, as she starts looking distracted again, she says, I don't think there's much else worth listening to. I have to, I have to do something. And then she kind of gets up and she, if everybody allows her, she just kind of like leaves the Alexandra uh, Tavern Inn. Yo, these humans are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, Tin's just really confused. <laughs> <laughs> What's everyone else doing this night? Um, actually, Tin 
would like to speak with Brummelstone and relay what she saw in the, like, secret part of the library and just be like, knowledge, potentially, secrets. It's power. I love it. Yeah. If they have opening books about the Grey, this sounds like a good chance to learn more. Brummelstone's down to uh, figure out how to get in there. You know what? Some... and it's going to follow them. Uh, Erdelby's going to go back to the her room at the comfy couch and like sit around for two minutes and then get bored and then go looking for Tompkins to show him splotches. <laughs> so, yeah, you find him pretty fast. Um, he's still in Wesley's room, just waiting patiently and obediently. Tompkins, what does this look like to you? Um, and so you're showing him an ink splotch? Yeah. And he looks at it and he says... That looks like a delicious plate of exotic foods. Like Gareth eating a delicious plate of exotic foods? No. Okay, okay, how about this one? Hmm. That looks... And he looks kind of frightened and he says it kind of looks like a terrible beast with huge powerful arms and it, it can it can burrow through the walls and it I don't want to look at that one anymore she holds it closer to his face no is <laughs> a monster okay I'm just going to say why not uh, write your feelings down in my book and she holds it up to him and the word Gareth is the only thing written in there and then <laughs> elephant is written a couple times I guess also in the margins but it's mostly it's mostly exfoliation and then Gareth and <laughs> she's like just just write out your feelings here just just write some feelings do I have to yes oh okay and so he just starts to write <laughs> Around this time, Vasa would have reappeared among everybody. She would have made her way back. And she's just kind of scratching her head, looking a little uncomfortable and all that. But she says, yeah, guys, I don't I don't think the city has anything more for us. We should we should leave in the morning for Bridgeport. And Tompkins says, I, I kind of wanted to stay for a little while. She says, how long? How long, Tompkins? Longer than three weeks? And he looks down and says, I, <laughs> I was going to wait till the funeral. And Basil starts looking uncomfortable again. She says, why Why would we want to wait for that? And Basil just kind of like... <laughs> she looks very uncomfortable. Um, she looks more unsteady than she's been almost this entire time that they've all traveled together. Uh, maybe we should leave tomorrow morning. Cool, but first, the library. The library? He looks up at you. What do you mean? Don't worry about it. Revelstone? <laughs> Roberto? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps Vasa, you know, somebody with extra stealth skills. And then Vasa looks up and she's like, the library? There's nothing for us in the library. That's what they want us to think. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Vasa, she would say something like, You should trust me that the city is every bit as boring as you think it is. There's nothing for us here. We there's nothing in the library that we can use in our travels. And then she kind of pauses. She says, I wonder if the funeral's going to be grand. 
And then she kind of looks up and she's like, maybe we should wait to see it. Tin's just kind of pouting. Now, you would know, Vasa, it's not going to be for, like, maybe two weeks. That's two weeks for nightmares to find us. But it does seem like the safest city in the world. (laughs) And everything is free. (laughs) Everyone's rude here. I want to (laughs) go. Yeah, Brimlesno would be more concerned about finding Gareth. And would probably ask more questions about that than, like, necessarily, like... That would be his only reason to really go into the library to see if there was anything more about the gray and possibly these gray walkers. And... Yeah. Tin's just in a bad mood because all of her fun has been spoiled. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then Vasa kind of picks up the moment. She's like, yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, uh, Master Dwarf, you need to you need to look at the library because of the, the research. And, and Tompkins, you need to uh, stay here longer to recover your memories, don't you? Yeah, I think I think we should we should stay. And, and you know, if we happen to catch the funeral, it, it might be it might be a big hoobaloo. I mean, uh, you know, they're just they're just commemorating the most amazing, important people of their of their city. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with the time traveler. Any, any reason to read more books, Rumblestone improves of. <laughs> Vasa looks uncomfortable and she's like, please don't call me that grandmother. I'm sorry, wise one. Grandmother! <laughs> if you didn't, didn't just you, did, you shouldn't have traveled time. <laughs> I, I just... I... <laughs> uh, Tin, Tin just mutters... <sighs> This mission's gonna take for freaking ever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, anything else the rest of that night? Uh, Are you guys so, gonna try and break into the library? No. I mean, if we have two weeks, I feel like almost done. We'll just attempt to <laughs> at, at library hours. It seems more polite. I need a library card. <laughs> actually, Vasa um, would have used her knowledge of the important names to drop and the factions that kind of frequent the library to try to smooth talk uh, both Brimlestone and Tiny Tin past the initial like uh, security to get them to more private rooms. If you do that, um, give me a persuasion check, Vasa, with advantage. Is a 17 plus 4, so that's a 21. Roll 2 is a 15 plus 4, that's a 19. Um, so looking over the paperwork and, um, you knowing what to say to kind of help them gain the trust, even though, uh, you're not coming from a necessarily accredited school that they would recognize, um, you do have enough to bluff your way in and they say, well, we have, uh, several sections that we don't open to the public. Um, what are you looking for? So I guess anything on world walking, um, anything about those greys and I mean I don't know if Gareth would be written in the books but well if you ask him about Gareth he, he responds to that immediately he says um, you want to know more about Gareth huh and so he's kind of walking you back to that archive and he says we don't have much written on him long ago so as you know the crystals our ancestors had considered using them for um, much greedier purposes than they are used now. Gareth was at the forefront of that. He really wanted to find ways to uh, exploit the crystals uh, even more so than our ancestors wanted to. He had actually come up with a way to deconstruct 
people's crystals. He would... The reason he was banished is that he was stealing people's crystals and then kind of experimenting on them until he could find a way to dissolve them and... Into a plague of some sort. (laughs) Well, we don't know what his purpose was, but he was very fascinated with the idea of deconstructing elements of time and... uh, We don't um, keep these books out in the public's uh, view, but our ancestors knew about a kind of a a side world called the Grey. Our our city, according to historians, long ago fell into the Grey. We were a we were attacked by a number of uh, chronomancers who did not like how far we were dipping into their domain and we fell into that that world now we had discovered that world uh, uh, about a, a year or two prior and we banished gareth into that world never saw Can anyone get out of the gray yeah uh, once you're in the gray there's no escape we i mean our ancestors managed to find a way but only by focusing the uh, energies of everybody's crystal and this of course led to the depletion of the crystals almost and there wasn't much they could do with them after that which is what helped us move on and move away from depending on them or exploiting them and i guess i would ask about great walkers especially if there was like here's weaknesses like if anyone has been that up all we know about gray walkers is that they they infested the area that our city slipped into um, they seem to be native to the Grey, hence the name. And they're, are, according to the records that we have, our city was attacked by them a number of times while the, it sat in the Grey. Anything else you guys are doing in the library while you're here? Tin? No, just like kind of like side-eyeing the, the people that were rude to me before. And like now that the mystery <laughs> is over, I'm just kind of like don't care i'm just it was just more of a challenge really <laughs> so tin's tin's like mysterious side has been uh satisfied for the moment for the but, uh, m- yeah yeah she's just more of like to prove a point <laughs> it's about a week later it's the middle of the night and you who all sleeps in what rooms like do you anyone it's roberto and brummelstone that sleep in the same room uh-huh I got my um, knife in the corner. Erdl B may have snuck into Vasa's room to spy on her because she's traveled through time. <laughs> as Erdl B or as a cat or as... Maybe as Rattle B. Um, yeah. Vasa's a pretty light sleeper, so when she, the second time that she catches Erdl B doing this, she starts sleeping on roofs uh, outside the comfy couch. <laughs> <laughs> What did that do to Erdlebee's uh, mission? Erdlebee, I guess, is in a room by herself. <laughs> okay. She's like in Boss's room. She fell asleep. I know she's there. hiding under the bed somewhere. Tin's <laughs> <laughs> oh. asleep, so yeah, she's pretty quiet. <laughs> Unfortunately, Roberto sleeps so so long that he misses everything for the next hour. Unfortunately. <laughs> Get out of here, Enzo. Have uh, sorry, I have to go. Bye. Let me know what happens. Okay. There's so much intrigue going on. I'm so I know. I'm okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna ask you guys when you get back. Okay. Bye. 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 See you later. 
So, Ertleby, what is your... Do you wear any armor? Yeah. Light padded. Okay, so what is your armor um, without... What is your armor class without your armor? It's 14. 14? 14. All right. Um, <clears throat> so I'll describe what happens in a second, but I need you to mark that you took seven damage. No! What? Why does Roberto always disappear when this happens? <laughs> <laughs> Roberto! I need you to mark five damage, uh, Brummelstone. <gasps> it happens to the best of us. Uh, Vasa, what is your natural uh, armor class? Um, it, what's your dex bonus? Plus four, and then my armor class is it's 16, but I'm wearing studded armor. Okay, but you don't sleep in it, right? Well, I mean, she's not sleeping in her room, so what, what she's going to do? Take off her armor in okay. her room and then sleep on a roof? All right, so you have taken five damage. Ah! Thanks to my good my good act of dragging you I wasn't room. sleeping on a roof where I was super exposed. And then seven damage for ten. What? Why? So, in the middle of the night, uh, suddenly each of you wakes up because you feel this um, piercing stab drive itself it into your shoulders or your arms or... What's up? I was saying, it is heartburn. <laughs> oh, Why? Uh, or into your side uh, as you wake up. And stare at what's happening. Uh, each of you finds yourself underneath a large, kind of liquidy black mass that's starting to take form. Um, it has several different arms that are reaching out, and it kind of seems to be like this kind of like liquid obsidian. And you recognize it as the nightmares that you had fought previously. And each each one of you is being attacked by one right now. Um, oh no! Ertlebe? She really wants to run away and like find somebody what is it when you you like step back but you don't disengage expose yourself disengage yeah she's gonna disengage okay yep so uh yeah you disengage you roll off the bed real quick make sure that you don't leave yourself open and are you retreating towards like a window or towards the door or where do you want to go which way do you want to go uh she is gonna retreat towards the window and as she's doing it she's gonna uh, turn into purtle b and like try and get onto the roof Brummelstone. Uh, well, he doesn't like being woken in the middle of the night, so he will yell out in pain and cast Thunder Wave while doing so, hopefully knocking back the enemy. Uh, so it passes. It, it kind of um, stands still, and once uh, it hits, you see it kind of start to shift and move around until it becomes like the living spell plague. It's purple, it's bubbly, and it's threatening to engulf you completely. Vasa's turn? So, uh, Vasa, upon being woken by this piercing pain, she would instinctively, um, her first action would be to roll to disengage. Her cunning action would be to dash from the roof away from this uh, nightmare beast. And she's only a few rooms over from the comfy couch, so she would actually dash towards there where her allies are. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, give me an acrobatics or an uh, athletics check to see if you can uh, make the jump. Is that dexterity or strength. strength? God damn it. She is wounded, so let's forgive her for this. She got a five. Oh, no. No! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you run and you jump, and unfortunately, you don't catch the other roof. You fall, and you take six damage from the fall. God damn it, she hates the city! <laughs> <laughs> you made the perfect city, and it will kill you. 
<laughs> it's going to attack Brummelstone again. And it does three damage. It, it pierces into your side one more time. And you can feel the spell plague start to surround you. Ertle B. Wait, what about Tim? So the surprise round is them all acting. And now we're in the first round of combat. Oh, I didn't do a... Wait, I didn't get a surprise round, though. You you were surprised. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So they all get... Because they, <laughs> <laughs> because they surprised you, they get a round of attacks. And then we go into the combat. Oh, okay. Um, it runs and it stretches out and it snips you for three more damage, or it'll be. Tin. All right. <laughs> Actually, Tin had the almost exact same reaction as uh, Brummelstone, uh, being like with the thing in front of her and not having access to her weapon. She kind of just like instinctually just like unleashes uh, her thunder wave for the first <laughs> nice. time. Yeah. So she kind of is like startles awake. It's like, um, no, no, finish that. Finish, finish ten first. Then I have something to say. And then that, that's it. That's what she tries to do. It failed. So you blast it back ten feet, and it's going to take an extra d6 damage for crashing into the wall. Okay. Everything's coming up (laughs) ten. Here's your uh, cry from the other room, and he's so proud of you. Just like <laughs> this, is all my robots are growing up. No, I've trained them all so well. So it's a uh, total fifteen damage. Fifteen damage. Damn, ten. Yeah, slow to boot up, but harder. <laughs> um. So yeah, you crash into it. It hits the ground, and when it pulls itself up, it is uh an insect-like, insect-like creature with a hard shell and those two tendrils again, and it, uh, it, it, it is a rust monster getting ready to charge you. No. The one uh, is going to run and jump at you, Vasa. Um, it catches up to you, but it can't attack you this round. It had to use all of its move to get to you. <laughs> round two, Ertleby. Uh, is a cat. Has made it to the roof. Just got stabbed again. Um... <laughs> I've been saving this up. I'm so happy I get to do it. She's going to turn into a tree. <laughs> yeah? So the reason she would turn into a tree is because the tree gives her plus 10 to her armor class. Oh. Be a yes. tree on the roof. Yeah. Fanciest tree on the roof ever. It, so I, since I don't quite know, how good is an armor class of 20? 20 is a comfortable uh, number, yeah. All right. She's going to turn into a tree on the roof. All right. A tree appears on the roof. Can you cast your healing surge? Rumblestone's always going on about that. Remember to catch your breath and back. Breathe! You like the helpful NPC text that comes up in the game? (laughs) Don't forget to press 8. (laughs) All right. Rumblestone? Is uh, Roberto in any danger? And I'm aware of, or like. No, he seems to be fending, uh, fending for himself pretty well. I like to imagine he's still asleep in the closet, and we just haven't like acknowledged him. <laughs> so I'm just gonna smack him with three magic missiles, so ten damage. All right, so yeah, you um, put your orb forward, and it changes into three missiles, slams into the target, it goes back, um, reeling. Vasa. Vasa, you know, she tucks and rolls. She obviously feels the impact of her fall, but she immediately is on her feet. And then she uses her, her 
she's she's going far. So first she's using her move action. Yep. That's 30. Then she's using her action action to 30. Then she's using her cu- sneak attack cunning action to 30. So she should be at the comfy couch by now. Oh, yeah. if not so already, easy, easy. If not already running up the stairs to get to like following the sounds of mayhem to find one of her allies. Yep. So probably Brimostone. Yeah. 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 She you're already inside. Uh, not You're not upstairs yeah. yet, but you're inside the uh, yeah, comfy yeah. couch already. Oh, she also would have yelled at everybody if there was anybody in the space to uh, hide and get to cover mm-hmm. and the nightmare like kind of pours itself onto the roof and makes a mad dash at the tree that it found it's not fooled the tree's armor class is actually 24 24 and it just it crashes itself against the bark of your skin but it gets nowhere because she's a tree <laughs> same thing with um with you Brummelstone. you back out you run it runs at you and it starts kind of throwing different jabs at you but it can't find purchase tin so uh tin hears bossa and um i guess would try maybe making a dash for like to where she is yeah so you take off running and um you're in the hallway with Brummelstone. i'm like oh sup <laughs> So, hey, nice thunder wave. Yeah, thanks. That's pretty cool, too. <laughs> Vasa, the nightmare that's on you is going to try to keep up, but it can't. So it's going to start running towards your way, uh, kind of pouring itself and swirling and moving towards you. Uh, and then the last one is going to burst out of the room and uh, take a stab at uh, Tin. And that is a successful hit. So it runs and it brings a, a sharp stab into your shoulder for two damage. <laughs> Oh, had to. Cool. It's a little tickle. <laughs> New round, Ertleby. Uh, is healed up enough that she feels braver. Um, oh. No, she doesn't feel brave. She's gonna stay a tree, and she drops a leaf on the head of the shadow. <laughs> acorn. <laughs> she drops several acorns. Brummelstone. You know what? I feel more enraged now. Well, then I'm gonna hit them both with another thunder wave and i'm going to do it at level two okay yeah so they would both have to make a 13 save one of them passes the other one fails so 13 all right so yeah you uh rush forward put your hands out and there's a huge boom and another thunderclap and you watch as one of them flies even further away but one of them holds still and you can see that it kind of starts to kind of shred apart a little bit and that's when he would say something like where are the others Vasa, you hear a familiar clap of thunder upstairs, not too far from you. Yeah, um, if there were any city guards in the ta- in the main floor area, she would have looked to them and sort of either called for them to be like, on your guard, or assist me, or if she had the time to sort of recall their names, she might have even summoned them by name. But she's already up the stairs, not looking to see if the guards are preparing themselves or following. Yeah, yeah. And she would run towards the thunderclap area, and how much movement should she spend to reach them? Will one action of movement yep, be enough? Yep, that'll be enough. All right. All right. So she uses her movement to reach the people, and then she uh, sees uh, Tin and Brimblestone facing down the other two, and then she kind of goes, oh, "Are you are you kidding me?" And then she um, <laughs> she moves to strike the one that's not blown back. Mm-hmm. Wait, the one that is blown back, or the one that's not blown? No, back? the one that's not blown back. Because the you're coming up behind them, so the first one you'd run into is the one that was blown back. Oh, okay, well then she'll attack the one that's like yep. in her way between, um, yeah, alright. So, let's first roll. 
13 plus a 6. That's a 19. That's a hit. All right. Let's go ahead and pull out our scimitars. 4 plus 4. Short sword. That's a 5. As soon as you, yeah, you watch Vasa run up the stairs, um, come around the corner, and then slash through one and keep running if you want to use your dash action. Yeah, sure. We'll see Yeah, that. you dash forward, and you've got another uh, one right in front of you. <laughs> 17. That's a hit. So wow. that's two six six. That's fourteen, and then she uses a cunning action to disengage. We use your cunning action back. to dash forward, right? Fine, fine, fine. <laughs> so yeah, you <laughs> dash forward and you run it through two. It's a major hit. You guys watch as the blade comes out the other end of it. It's still standing, but it's barely holding its form together, um, and it turns around and it shapes itself and it becomes the same creature that you fought that the others don't remember. It's got the reddish robes. It's got the staff with the crystal on top. It's wrapped up in bandages. But does she recognize the face? Right. She remember. She recognized the face and it's Orden staring down <gasps> at you. Oh, snap. Basa goes pale. So that one's going to try to attack... Um, It'll be again up on the roof. She's a tree. Yep, and he's—it's—it's it's just trying to scrape and tear at you, trying to rip the bark off at this point, but it can't get through. It's um, like carving its crush's initials in. <laughs> it's like N M for nightmare plus K G E B. It just wants the—it just wants the date. It doesn't know how. Oh. Um. <laughs> So the uh, nightmare that is now Orden brings his staff up and drives it into your stomach. Um, but you anticipate and dodge out of the way, Vasa. Um, Tin? Uh, so Tin, as she was dashing out the room, obviously made a cool grab for her rifle and has it with her right now. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> and so she, uh, she uh, whips it out and takes aim to shoot this mofo in the face. Thirteen. Thirteen is a hit. Ah, okay. Uh, twelve damage. Twelve damage. All right. So you bring your rifle up, take aim, and you take a large chunk of it off. It's barely holding on. It's kind of struggling to keep its form, actually. Vasa, you watch as Orden takes a shot through the chest and gasps, and it looks like he's about ready to die in front of you again. You can hear the other nightmare you left behind coming up the stairs, but it's not here yet, Vasa. Uh, new round, Ertleby. Still a tree. <laughs> Rumblestone. Uh, let's finish off this one that's in front of us. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost. Uh, 18 to hit. That's a hit. And it does uh, 2 damage, and it is slow. Or it's reduced. Speed is reduced by 10 feet. All right, yeah, so you watch it kind of frost over a little bit. Now, I wanted to ask, it'll be your shapeshift. What spell did you use to shift? Tree shape. Um, did, where did you get that from? The internet. Um, from d20srd.org? Yeah, d20srd.org is actually for a different game. No! I'm sorry for turning into a tree illegally. <laughs> yeah. No! No yeah, that's not. Yeah, <laughs> I was so excited. I've had it like 
Yeah, D D twenty is for the old game, the uh, three three point oh, three point five, mm-hmm. Pathfinder. All right. Yeah. Well, is it okay <laughs> if the spell just spontaneously stops working? Yeah, um, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> autumn comes early as the leaves die, and you find yourself <laughs> surrounded by bark. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to come up with a tree pun before doing this, but I guess I'm out of time. She raises her gun. Vasa, your turn. Yeah, so um, when Vasa instantly recognizes the form that this nightmare has taken, she she actually would first cry out, um, just in a kind of questioning way, be like, Orden? She would po- probably remember to attack, but it might be with disadvantage, just because she is kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I don't know if she would attack with disadvantage. That's that, up but to she you would... if you want to impose it on yourself, but I'm not imposing it. Um, you don't. <laughs> I know, but like, let's just say that she just attacks. She kind of remembers herself and... Well, she rolled a two. So it's very appropriate. <laughs> um, which plus six makes an eight. Yep, so right before you swing, uh, he just looks at you and he says... Vasa, please. And that puts just enough of a hold on you that you don't uh, meet your attack. So, um, seeing its chance to attack the now uh, treeless... No! (laughs) I'm sorry for cheating, everybody. Uh, (laughs) It drives itself forward as fierce and as hard as it can, and Ertleby has one last step in her, apparently, because she sidesteps that. Oh, thank God. Orden is uh, going to take another swing at you. This one connects, and he drives his staff into your gut for five damage. Okay, when um, the creature attacks uh, Brimlestone, that seems to be the snap she needed to be like, okay, this is not Orden. No, it attacked uh, you. I mean, you can still have that. Oh, attack me? Five damage, Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, that's going to definitely remind me that this is an Orden. Okay. All right. Screw this guy. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Tin? Yeah, Tin just... Uh, just uh, steady aim, steady aim, and uh, <laughs> takes another shot. So we'll see how this goes. Oh shit, son! Got <laughs> twenty. Damn. So cold. So that's a that's a total of twenty-seven. By the way, I just felt like on the attack. Oh so. damn! Yeah. <laughs> BT dubs. <laughs> um. So so it's a uh, twenty twenty damage total. Um, so you watch as uh, Orden's head leaves his body um, in a spectacular fashion as, uh, <laughs> I can't stop laughing, Tin is sitting there making gun motions or what are you doing? Boop, 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 boop. Getting all up in that business. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so the headless Orden falls to the ground and crashes and shatters into a bunch of, uh, Black shards that dissipate. Boss is going to need some therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just then, the nightmare that you had left behind has finished ascending the stairs and dives right for Vasa for six more damage as it pierces your lower back. So, that brings Vasa to zero. All right. (gasps) You watch Vasa Vasa crash into the ground and the uh, shadow right, the, the kind of weird liquidy nightmare brings itself to bear upon the rest of you. This really isn't her city. She doesn't like this city at all. <laughs> Erdelby? Alright, so Erdelby's gonna turn into a black bear. 
She's going to come rolling for this nightmare as a bear. All right. Her bite was a six. See if it hits. (laughs) It's unstartled by your bareness. She's an old bear. (laughs) So you do hit with the second one. Yay! Okay. Just seven clawing damage. Slashing. (laughs) Slashing damage. All right, so you slash into him, and then when you do, um, you see it kind of start to shift and pull itself together, and you see that you have just slashed your husband. (gasps) Who looks at you, and he's kind of holding his suspenders and kind of pulling them taut, and he's like, why? Oh, Otto, that's ridiculous, (laughs) because you're trying to... Kill me, and you made me stop being a tree. Unfazed, Brummelstone. <laughs> Brummelstone has. <laughs> She's like, oh, not again. I didn't want to have to do this twice. Turtlebee's <laughs> other name, the Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vasa. So can so she uh, is technically at zero. Can I do a? Uh, hit dice, or do no, I have to at do zero? A you have to roll a death save, so it's just a flat <laughs> d20, no modifiers, fine, 10 fine, and above. <laughs> Be that way. Oh no, oh no, oh boy, here we go. Got a nine, one failure. No, one failure. No, <laughs> um, uh, you could have stabilized me. <laughs> I was trying to get the creature off of you so that would be easier. It's going to make another attack at Ertleby. That is a hit. <laughs> for six damage. Not looking good for our heroes. Well, it says you assume the beast hit points and hit dice when you shapeshift. So oh, did you adjust wait, okay, your... then I get... No, I didn't. Oh. So I had 19 hit points from the bear, I believe. You get to so become I'm... full health? Yeah, she gets their hit points when she shapeshifts. Mm-hmm. I thought I was. So you're still up. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Rolling a pen and now back to business. Oh, like this is it. This is what's gonna make me actually go buy the book. Is my embarrassment today? I'm gonna read it so good. You've convinced me. Game. <laughs> tin. Um, tin is going to uh, rush over to Bossa and try and stabilize her. Are you using a uh, medicine check or a healing potion? Uh. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna try a medicine check. If ever there was a time for a healing potion. Healing potion. <laughs> but this is a really expensive one. It's okay. If you miss another day, if you miss another saving, if you miss another saving throw, I will use it. Uh, Megan, can I, um, as a GM, can I um, read a rule off? Uh what? If she rolls a one, it's two fails. If she has three yeah. fails, she dies. And she has one fail. So this is totally oh. cool. Unless she rolls a one, then she'll die. How, what do I need to roll? <laughs> I'm feeling gambly tonight. <laughs> you need to make a DC 10 wisdom medicine check. Yeah. Oh, okay. So just more than a 10 to stabilize 10 her? or more, yes. 50% chance. She's gonna she's gonna yell over as she's trying to stabilize Bossa. Be like Rumblestone, Rumblestone, if I don't stabilize her this turn, you should definitely come over here and help. <laughs> why don't why don't you just give her a potion now? 
But it's a really expensive potion. Uh, losing her. Vasa the rogue is proud of you, but Vasa the rogue is also dying. Okay, you gotta go for something. You for Reiki. Fine. Ten uses a potion. She uses her potion. Oh, that's a that's She's... expensive potion. Um, for. <laughs> You feel like you are being given a luxury limo ride right past the hospital, right into the recovery room. Go ahead and uh, roll a 4d4 plus 2, is it? No, plus 4. Plus 4? Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so roll 4d4 plus 4, Megan. Oh, me? Yep. Oh. Well, that potion kind of sucked because it was only 10, 10 healing, so... But regardless of the low amount of hit points you got back, it feels like you had a day dedicated strictly to yourself. Spa, manicure, massage. You wake up feeling amazing. Like that potion. She gives a little stretch like, oh, wow. Yeah. I totally wasn't just dying. It feel, yeah, it feels like uh, you're in a nice warm bathrobe and there's a box of chocolates waiting for you. Yeah, um, she wakes up temporarily not remembering the situation that she just saw her supposed other friend in the best timeline shot to pieces and also hurt her, too. So, yeah. But then she sees everything and she remembers, and she's like, oh, fuck. You're welcome. That creature reaches over and takes a stab at you, uh, Tin, but misses. Yeah, it'd be funny if it stabbed Boss and just like killed her again. <laughs> I, I'm actually really scared that that's gonna happen. Is uh, that it just stabs you? Ertlebee is a bear. She's coming for this nightmare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ertle bear. All right, she's going for the bite. Here it comes. One d twenty plus three. She hits a twelve. Is a miss. You just barely missed. Barely. <laughs> Barely. Barely. <laughs> Alright, Claws, another 12. Yeah, that's another miss as well, unfortunately. Brummelstone? Uh, I'm going to throw a Chromatic Orb at this guy. I'm going to try to do Ice Damage. Oh, I got a natural one. No! <laughs> Vasa? Yeah, so Vasa uh, snapping to the situation, feeling alike, alive again. So she grabs her weapon, springs back up, and tries to attack it. And then she's going to use her cunning action to uh, disengage and leap back. So as you're slashing at it, you find that your swords just are not really burying themselves in as far as you want to. Like, it's really pushing against you, um, and it doesn't look like it's taken nearly as much damage as you're hoping with the accuracy of your attacks. <clears throat> the nightmare up by um, Bear is going to kind of pour itself into the ground a little bit and then come up from behind you and try to stab Aww. you. But it misses. No, wait, what's your AC now? 11. 11. Uh, it successfully hits. <laughs> For six damage, it uh, buries itself in you. Tin? Uh, Tin still got her trusty rifle, so I guess she's going to take aim again at this thing that dared almost kill her friend, and she had to waste an expensive potion to heal her. <laughs> it wasn't a waste. She's alive. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> yeah, I could have stabilized like... you. He's going to write like, you owe me one potion. It's <laughs> yeah. a bill for battle. Thank you. 17. That's it? 15 damage. You blow that one away. I killed it? Uh-huh. Yeah! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> She's got like this, like witness me. <laughs> bear witness. Um, yeah. Speaking Hi. of um, Ertle Bear, it's your turn. She gets an eight for the bite and a fourteen for the slash. There you go. So again, um, as you slash into your husband uh, one more time, you also don't feel like your claws are getting there as much as you want, and you're you're kind of not finding a you're not getting as much damage out of it that you're hoping. And he just looks at you confused, and he's just like, when, "How long have you been a bear, honey? <laughs> you never told me, Brummelstone." All right. Well, I go through whatever doors nearest by and try to look up there, guessing that's where Ertleby is. Or I'll try to climb up to the roof then, I guess. All right, yep. So you scale up and you see Ertle Bear. Can I do anything? It was the move my whole action. Vasa? Okay. Um, And now she's going to go join Brimblestone to climb onto the roof. All right. Which I guess is an athletics check. Yep. It is an eight. An eight. Yeah, you don't get get the footing you need to, so you're going to have to stall for a round. I feel like it's acrobatics, not athletics. That's only balance. That's to see if you would not fall. Your husband um, just looks so sad. He's like, I don't know why you make me do this. And he just does this vicious backhand slap against you. Oh, <laughs> seven Damn. damage. Jerry Seinfeld, get in there. Um, That takes Ertle Bear to zero. So you go spinning out of bear form and crash onto the ground, and you're out. Tin? Well, Tin uh, is gonna. <laughs> she's she's gonna run and try and get Ertle Bear or no Ertle B to uh, stabilize her next round. All right. <laughs> the stabilizer. All right. Give me a uh, uh, strength uh, athletics check. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. So <laughs> Tin rushes right past you, Vasa, and just. Quickly strong arms your way up there, and she's next to Brummelstone. Ertleby, give me your first death save. Where is my ten of tens? Ten. Ten. Oh, death, right in front of me. The death thing is out of ten? No, it's a d20. Oh, I was really (laughs) mad. I Don't do that. <laughs> Good catch, one. Vasa. I got a one. That's a D twelve. No. Are you sure you rolled your D twenty? She didn't. It's a yeah. D twelve. No, no. This is no. not a D twenty. It's a D twelve. Oh. No. <laughs> Adria, I've been rolling a D twelve all night. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you think a tree skin thing. I was like, my roll's been so bad today. You've been rolling really well if it's out of 12. Yeah, Yeah, that's really impressive. Now the highest I ever got was an 11. And I was like, man, it's been a rough day for me. I'm so embarrassed. Um, This is my favorite episode. Who has a who has a master's in math? Yeah, they can help you out. 
A PhD in math. A PhD, a PhD in math. We have another geometry. Yeah. <laughs> it was like of the ones immediately in front of me. It was the one with the most eyes. That's why it like took me so long. After I was showing you my one, I was like, like you were like, it's a D twelve. I'm like, no. <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> I cannot for the life of me find my D twelve. You want me to roll it? Uh, yes. Okay. Would you do that for me? <laughs> it looks like this. Fourteen. <laughs> so, uh, one All success. Right. <laughs> Shut up, Vasa. <laughs> Vasa? Vasa, now that she's caught her breath, is going to try again to scale Athletics. Uh, the roof. Just kind of muttering to herself about people who pick fight on roofs. And <laughs> here we go, rolling our d20. I was looking for you! She got a 15 plus a 6. Nice. Oh, wait, no, 15. Just 15. She got 15. Yep. So, yeah, for your action, you can climb up there. Uh, so with her action, she climbs up there, and she looks upon the scene, and she's gonna, uh, Ertleby's not doing too well tonight. She's gonna go rush to stabilize Ertleby. Next, that creature is gonna take a stab at, uh, you, Brummelstone, and, uh, it stabs through your shoulder for six damage. That seems reasonable. <laughs> uh, Tim? <laughs> Is exactly going to plan. <laughs> um, I'm going to try and stabilize her. Awesome! I got a twelve. All right, so she's stabilized. No more checks. Um, Ertleby, you will wake up in two hours. Oh! All right, guys. All we got to do is hold her off, hold this thing off for uh, two hours. We got. It's an old man. We can beat it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's good to tell us stories about the olden days. <laughs> Brummelstone. <laughs> Grab his walker. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll just I'll just swing at it again. Uh, that did no better. Nine altogether. Vasa. Yep. So Vasa sees that Tin gets to Ertleby and stabilizes first, so she immediately whips around and moves to attack the creature thing. Which did you roll? You have to roll for each attack. Oh, sorry, if I didn't. I do. Yeah. I haven't been doing that since we began this game. I feel bad. <laughs> But you're using a d20, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. it all evens out. Right? Wait, wait, wait. So just to, to count the crimes, I used a spell from another game, but <laughs> I was capping out my best rolls at 12. <laughs> but Vasu was getting sort of free hits every other. So, next. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, you also find that your attacks are not quite getting into it like you like you wish it's like it's resisting um your your weapon attacks but you do do some damage to it but it's still up tiny uh, tin? um do i have a clear shot yep. of it yep. from where i am so yeah i'll just stay where i am out of safely safe distance and uh take aim again so you take a, you're on the ground <laughs> you uh finish wrapping up Ertleby or whatever and then you quickly take a wild shot upwards Luckily, you missed everybody. <laughs> no aiming. <laughs> <laughs> Brummelstone. Could I cast um, would any would casting Thunderwave uh, invoke an opportunity attacker? It would not invoke opportunity attack. Okay, he takes eight damage and puts back ten feet. Yep. So you blast him off the roof. You watch him kind of just like 
liquefy, and then everything turns into shards of uh, broken glass again as it rains down and crashes onto the ground. Yeah, I just called, I just yelled dick yeah. me really loud. Does anything happen to Vasa? No, no, no. He has a... Rumblestone has the ability to reshape his spells around his friends so he doesn't hurt them. Oh, okay. And that's when you hear more commotion downstairs. Oh, no! God damn it. Well, run, run to that. No, wait, I'll uh, pick up Ertleby. Yeah. And then... <laughs> Thank uh, you. Maybe, like, find a bed and tuck her into it and then run to her. The... <laughs> All nice. right. Um, that's when you realize the only person not accounted for is uh, Tompkins. <gasps> Thanks for listening to Worldwalkers. If you want to hear about Vasa's adventures in time, consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash worldwalkers, where you can hear the patron-exclusive episode of The Travelers. You don't need to listen to it to follow the story, but if you're interested in experiencing her journey, check it out. If you'd like the podcast to expand, or you just want to help support us in any other way, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash worldwalkerspod, or follow us on Twitter at worldwalkerspod. We're also on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, so you can choose where you want to pick us up at. Thanks to Kevin McLeod over at incompetech.com for the music you heard in today's episode. I also want to thank Sirenscape, who provided the sound effects that you heard today. Visit them at sirenscape.com. There, unless you guys can keep playing. That sounds like a good. Yeah, it sounds like a good spot to (laughs) stop. I would. I would also like Roberto back. (laughs) (laughs) Did we? Did we kill the one that was on the roof? Yep. Yeah, Yeah. he he knocked him off. Oh, okay. I blasted it this morning. Okay. By yelling. So. I'm sorry, Dodgen. Potion, Megan. It's okay. It was worth it. You're alive. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, in the moment, it was a tough choice, but now that you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> now that it wasn't a waste, I see how important it was. Well, I was mad because I kept rolling ones on the D4, and I was just like, this freaking thing is only going to heal her like two, you know, like four hit points, and then she's going to get stabbed and die again. <laughs> just stabilized her. Um. But then she would have been out for the count for like two hours. I've been saving this up. I'm so happy I get to do it. She's going to jump towards the ground and midair turn into a tree. Yeah? It's uh, called tree shape. Uh, that why? will cause you to take damage, you know. Wait, Falling that's damage? land. I thought trees... That, wait, you're going to land and then tree? Blossom into a tree. Um, let me look up cat and see. But, I know look. that previously you uh, could uh, deconstruct your bones. <laughs> no, no, you could climb. <laughs> that was the rat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the cat has any landing ability in in the game. It's gonna be like a fallen tree. Like she's gonna turn to a tree, like a, like a, like a tree like to a leaf. A fallen tree. <laughs> No, they do not have any kind of ability to land. She's not going to do that. Okay. She's not going <laughs> to... Big timber! <laughs> she lands on Vasa.